Blog Talk Radio. Uh. Yeah. My visions are not your visions. My dreams are not your dreams. Forgive me as I try to wean myself from these worldly schemes. It seems that I get knocked back three steps every step that I take. Make no mistake that I have the heart of a lion and the will of a bull, but my voice is being drowned out by yours and others' opinions. Every move I make is miscalculated by your judgments. I can see myself giving up and I can see myself making it to the end, but in the end, which one will solidify my destiny? I'm destined for greatness. I keep my ten toes down, cause gassy words will make me feel weightless, and I'm above no one. And I'm not above reproach, so approach me with caution. I'm not the person I used to be. Cliches and facades have no effect on me. I need realness. Your smiles are as real as a unicorn's horn. I was born in the late evening, not in the latter parts of yesterday's morn. I poured out my heart. Mourned on these sheets as if it were a piece of me being recycled for use other than what it was made for, but only to be used for scribbles and scratches. I stand firm like a tree. Stuck on these rappers like overcooked leftovers from three days ago You have no choice but to eat cause you can't afford to pay attention to a real lyricist Murderous speeches haunting you I am the definition of a ghostwriter in spoken word format Control, alt, delete everything that you knew about me My index finger is strong so I'ma powerpoint out all my haters till I excel Even in the form of a small squishy substance Cause you're Microsoft Everybody, this is your boy Say La Black Soul Free Thoughts for this Society. Is and I'm with you. Yes, sir, yes, sir, man. Hey, we'd like to thank everybody to our first first broadcast. Broadcasted on the Blog Talk Radio. On the Hot Words Network, Free Thought Society. Rob, man, I'm I'm super excited about this, bro, man. Tell me how you feel about this, bro, man. We've been waiting for a long time to have something like this, man. Well, it's it's not that we've been waiting. We did this before. We did this live in the, in the flesh. Uh, we used to meet up at um, Free Thought Society. We used to meet up and get together and, and uh, actually read books and have discussions. Um, so this is something that is uh, a long time in the making, actually. So I'm, I'm glad to be here and, and being able to put this out to more people, man. This is excellent. Yes, sir, man. Hey, man. And you're right about that, man, too. Uh, you know, looking back, uh, we have been doing this. This hasn't been on you know, the podcast. But, yeah, man, us coming together, man, in Greenville, South Carolina, bro, and uh, doing the Rise and Run every Sunday, every Sunday morning. And then we did the book club at night, man. It was it was amazing, man, and to actually now, you know, be remotely, you know, away from each other but still doing the same thing on the same grind, bro. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing, man. Um, I'm excited, man, to have you on the show with me, dog. 
No, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. We got a got a very interesting show lined up. Um, definitely a spin on the topic, but uh, tell them about it, Sayla. What what are you gonna give the people today? Mm, 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 mm. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get the people uh, something to chew on today, man. Uh, what I want to touch on today uh, is I, w- I would guess I would call it stigma. You know, it's something that's really not touched on in uh, today's uh, society. Uh, and I will say that when I do touch on the subject, you know, uh, in no way, shape, or form is uh, domestic violence tolerated on either side, you know what I'm saying? Um, and to those who have been, you know, uh, on the other end of that have been victims of it, man, my heart goes out to you, you know, one to another. Uh, I, have, I, too, have been uh, a victim of domestic violence, and that's what I want to touch on this show about uh, the men's mental health and domestic violence and relationships. Uh, for for one, the men's mental health is is a big key component to me, uh, being a man and uh, not only being a man but being a black man. My mental health uh, that I'm I'm starting to come to realize, you know, is is super important, man. Because you know, as a man uh, in today's society and in the way society is shifting uh, every day is, is, is becoming stressful on us. And, you know, we're, as men, we're taught to be strong. We're taught to endure under pressure or, you know, suck it up, you know, don't worry about it. You know, we ain't got nobody really lean on because they look on that, look at us, uh, as weak, or, you know, they look at us less than, uh, less than being a man, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, we feel like we got to hold it together for our kids, you know what I mean? And, and it, and, and it, a lot of men, they don't, they don't figure out why they do what they do because they don't link everything back to their uh, mental health. And and then let's let's throw in an extra component to that, you know, and I can only speak on my experience, uh, domestic violence. Uh, again, it's intolerated on either, on either side, but right. from a man's perspective, uh, which I want to talk on today, uh, I want to expound on how that affects a, a man's mental health in a relationship and, and how it's super toxic for uh, for anyone being involved in a relationship like that, how it affects, you know, your children and then how your children see that repeated action. And it just, it's just a, uh, it's just a, a cycle that, uh, you know, I want to touch on. Absolutely, man. I mean, uh, I think we've all either witnessed or seen somebody, you know, talk crazy and it happens in relationships. Um, you know, I, I've never hit anybody. And um, I don't think that um, that's something that is even in me, but um, it, it's definitely a, a, a sticky subject because we do have heated arguments. We do take things, you know, overboard. And, and you used a crazy word. You said toxic. Um, that toxic word is, is serious because it's something that after you get to a certain point sometimes, it becomes a part of your character, you know, and you treat everybody that way. Um, so we really have some uh, something to talk about here on uh, Free Thought Society, uh, hot words, hot topics. Um, I, I really want to start out, man, by, by asking you a question because a lot of people really might not know who we are. So uh, can, can you expound a little bit on who, who you are and, and where you're from and, and what you're doing now? For sure, man, for sure, man, definitely, man. I am Selah Black Soul. I am from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I am a poet first. I'm an MC, uh, painter, artist, uh, self-published uh, author. 
Um, I, I wear many hats, uh, and I love what I do, man. I, anything that 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 pertains to the arts and plus community involvement, man, that's me all the way uh, because. You know, that's who Say La Black Soul is, man. And uh, a little bit more about Say La Black Soul is the name itself. Uh, Say La is Hebrew. It means uh, pause and think. You know, as a poet, uh, as a speaker, you know, I, I believe people should, you know, even when I, I, I speak, we should, you know, pause and think about what we're either saying or what someone else is saying and really, you know, uh, dwell on that for a moment. And then, you know, Black Soul is an acronym. It means being leader is king and student of life. Uh, and the king is interchangeable. So for all my queens out there, you know, you're always being you're, – you're, you're a black soul too. You're being leaders as queens and students of life. We're always students. Um, and then to piggyback off of that, you know, uh, black soul, um, with that name, I've, I've created uh, a dope clothing line, man, called the Black Apparel. And I'm super excited about that. You know, this is my, my venture into into fashion, you know, coupled with the art and music. Um and my book, which is uh, coming out shortly, shortly, which is uh, followed up by the clothing line that that was followed up by the EP, the Black Project, man, that that just really expounds on who I am as an artist, an MC, and everything under the sun. So if y'all really want to know more about me, follow me on Instagram, Sayla underscore Black Soul, or go check out my website, SaylaBlackSoul.net. And uh, of course, Mr. Rob J, you know the people want to know. Who you are, man? Because every every time we go somewhere, man, quick story, man. Every time we go somewhere, this dude always gets the attention. I don't mind it, but everybody always double takes. Like, man, this dude is extra, 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 extra sharp. You know what I'm saying? Not with a T, with a K, an extra sharp, man. You know what I'm saying, man? My, I'm, I'm glad you're my homeboy, man. Because you know what I'm saying? We shine together, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, right. we we never dull each other out, man. It's, it's, it's a balance, my, my man. You know what I mean? So. Man, introduce yourself, man. They got to know who Mr. J is. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, Robert Jordan is the name, um, but uh, I've been going by Rob. Um, a lot of people call me Rob when we, when we get comfortable. Um, but um, I'm a man of many hats. Um, I've been cutting hair since I was 12 years old. We can start there. Um, I ran track, got an opportunity to uh, run professionally with Nike. Did that for a few years. Um I, right now, they, they know me as Range Rover Rob, um, selling Range Rover. So anybody in the, in the market for a luxury vehicle, come talk to me. Porsches, Range Rovers, Land Rovers, uh, Jaguars, um, even Volvos. So um, that, that's my career path. That's where I've been here for a while. But um, creatively, I'm also an artist. I make music. I paint. I draw. Uh, I write. I'm a poet. I'm an orator. Um, I, I just love to be involved with learning and, and helping, assisting with, with knowledge. Um, so that's kind of been um, the, the path that I've been taking. And uh, originally from Orlando, Florida, but now in Greenville, South Carolina. And uh, I've been here for over 10 years, so I, I think I'm calling it home for the time being. But um, really been dabbling in these arts and trying to get in these uh, th- this music heard. So. We're really going to take uh, take our time here, and and we're also the music that we're listening to is is your music. Is that correct, Sila? Everything that we're listening to is is your music. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, everything is mine. Uh, and I want the world to you know I want to introduce the world to something different. You know, uh, poetry and hip hop. 
Um, and I know a lot of people may think they know what that is or they may have an idea, but uh, you know, I believe I can explain it best. Uh, you know, I'm a poet at heart, and I believe hip-hop in its, in its first stages is, is poetry. You know what I'm saying? Without, without the poet, you know, there is no MC. And the MC is created by the beat, and the beat is created by the DJ or the producer. So, you know what I'm saying? So I, I consider myself the Gil Scott Heron and, 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 and Basquiat, you know, of today, yeah. you know, with a little mix of uh, Outkast, 3000, you know, Dungeon Family, you know what I'm saying, A-Time, you know what I'm saying, hey, let me bring it on back, you know, uh, the Lena was coming out of me just a little bit, you know what I'm saying, you know, I'm on the West Coast, shout out San Diego, California, man, it's all love. Um, yeah, man, this is, this is my introduction to the world, Free Thought Society, who we are as brothers, uh, of, of, of a collective mindset with the with with the passion for artistry and community, man, and um and brother, we they gotta know too that on the project the fruit, this is which is produced by Rod J, you know what I'm saying? Y'all go check that out, uh, iTunes, Spotify, everywhere. Uh, the matter of fact, the theme song for the show is Gravity, which is produced by Rod J, and we're gonna have another song dedicated to, you know, all my queens out there, all my ladies out there. Uh, y'all gonna hear it on the show. Uh, it's called Lovers. Y'all be on the lookout for that, uh, produced by Rob J. Again, y'all tap in with Rob J. Y'all tap in with us, Free Thought Society, man. We coming at y'all every Sunday, 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, man. All right, man. You know, we really um, – I just want to ask you before we take this next break here, um, what what really is it that is making you want to bring awareness to this mental health and this this men's mental health situation that that pop what is it that that sparked that interest for you? Because this is your thing, like this is what you said you wanted to do. So I was like, you know what, I'm with you on this. But tell us why, man. Uh, the reason why, man, I give y'all two two reasons. Uh, one, um, you know, once I once I began to you know look within myself, uh, and you know, change my lifestyle, and you know began to, you know, uh, input uh, self-love into my life, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and care on myself, you know what I'm saying? Like, when, once I started to look within myself and, and figure out who I am, and, you know, I started to, you know, become more sensitive to the world around me, man, and uh, I realized, you know, on top of that, losing a friend, you know, best friend of mine, and in uh, 2019, uh, Raheem lost him to a heart attack, man. He was a young dude, man, 27. Uh, you know, he's five years younger than me at the time, man. You know, that really rocked my world, man. I'm like, yo, man, this, this ain't supposed to be happening, man. So, you know, and I took a step back and I looked at his life, you know, the things that he was going through. And, you know, because a heart attack just don't happen overnight. It's a buildup of, of you, know, you know, of course, poor eating habits and, and uh, you know, stress mm-hmm. and, 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 and everything that comes with it, mental health, you know what I'm saying? So I had many deep conversations with him about his mental health, man, where he was at. He was in and out of jail on the situation. You know what I'm saying? That was, you know, institutionalized upon uh, men. But, you know what I'm saying, uh, we can delve into that a little later, uh, which is another reason why I want to talk about mental health with the men, um, seeing that and then going through some things myself on top of the, the physical abuse, man. Uh, it took a toll on me, man. Like, I started to look at, you know, and I'm, being, I'm, I'm a very transparent and open person, man. I started to view women in a different light, and I knew it was wrong, you know what I'm saying? Like, not view them in a negative way, but like my trust, it was it was starting to go away, man. Cause you know, when if you get hurt, you know what I'm saying. It's like 
your trust goes away. And I don't want to be that type of person that, you know, a hurt, hurt person, hurt people, you know, because that's not, that's not cool. And, you know, saying again, in, in my journey of, you know, figuring out who I am and, and loving on myself, I figured out how to love other people. And I realized, you know, saying like, all right, what's my childhood traumas? What's my childhood, you know, uh, issues that, that that's causing me to do what I do and think today? And then once I started to realize that about myself, you know, I started applying the same method and thought, you know, the other people I came into contact with in my life, man, and, um, and it, it really opened my eyes, man. Like, you know, we all out here hurt first and foremost. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody out here, you know, happy-go-lucky, living a perfect life. From from poor to rich, everybody out here hurt in some way, so, uh, shape, or form. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to make that clear. But it's all in how we deal with that hurt and, you know what I'm saying, how we move about our lives with that hurt on our back. You know what I'm saying? Because it ain't going to go nowhere. It's always going to be there in our mental. But, um, you know, that's really why I want to talk about it, you know, to bring some clarity upon it. Yeah. No, I mean, you're right, because, I mean, once, once it happens, it, it it ain't no taking it back, you know. There ain't no going back, um, and it changes things going forward as well. So we've got to be careful how we, you know, how we approach things. Um, this is a delicate subject, man. I, I think uh, I think your transparency is really going to shed some light on this thing. I haven't really had... Uh, had the experience, so I'm I'm about to lean on you heavy, man, to give me some insight on on you know what happens. I I've got some statistics because you know that's the type of dude I am. I'm gonna go look it up. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go find out, you know what what is really you know happening out here. And I'm a, I'm gonna throw one crazy right. statistic out here. Two numbers: thirty-five point six percent, and the other number is twenty-eight point five percent. What's that? What's that's that? a seven. That's a seven percent. About a seven percent difference, right? Mm-hmm. This difference is how many people are in relationships that experience some type of domestic violence, whether it be rape, physical violence, stalking by an inmate, all that type of stuff. This happens in their lifetime. So there's a seven percent difference. Thirty-five point six is the women. Twenty-eight point five is the men. So. There's not that much of a difference. When we talk about domestic violence, most people are thinking in their mind these these things are happening to women. But there's only a 7% difference. It's just as much. It's one in four men and one in three women. That is the difference. So we, we're going through it, too, in some ways. And um, it, it's interesting, man. I didn't I didn't know that in, until I, you know, I started to dig a little bit. But I think... Uh, <laughs> I think we can really play on this, man, and uh, I, I don't, I don't want to get too deep, you know. Before we, we, uh, okay. you know, we, yeah, you're right. we got a couple minutes here. Okay, we got a couple yeah. minutes here, so I don't want to get too deep. Well, I'm, I'm gonna tap in on, on, on just a little bit because I'm, I'm a real man, you know what I'm saying? I'll, you know, again, I don't want to give too much. We only got a few minutes. I'm gonna really dive in and, uh, you know, what I'm saying, open up some things on how, you know, I don't, again, I don't, I don't know anybody's situation. I only know mine. I'm only tell my story. You know, uh, you know, outside of anybody else's situation, if you bear witness or you 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 uh, you understand where I'm coming from or you can relate, you know what I'm saying. That's the whole purpose. But I'm not here to tell anybody else's story, but mine. If you can relate to well, it, give it to awesome. us. If you get give it to us at the break, man. Give it to us at the break. Let's yes. take a quick break. You guys are listening to Free Thought Society here on Hot Words, Hot Topics. Stay tuned. Stay black.
Yeah. I think it's time that you and I have an intimate conversation. Body to body. That our souls communicate as I penetrate your heavenly temple. Body of a goddess. And your body is what I worship with lustful prayers. Layers upon layers I will peel back as I kiss your back, whispering in your ear. And you feel my heartbeat. I'm pulsating inside you. Soaking your walls with my stroke of genius. Let me hear you moan my favorite tune. Let's change the song and switch positions so you can hit a different note. You're killing me softly. Standing over me like a warrior princess. And I walk over my defeated body. Letting my eyes adorn your smooth voice. Weapon of mass destruction. Slowly lower your WMD towards my face. Lips so I can make it self-destruct. With the very thing I use to make your body call for me. My lips and tongue awaited sweet destiny between your thighs. Take a deep breath as I capsize your insides. Vibrate on my face with an orgasmic rhythm. Dance to the beating groove of my tongue. Keep going till I say, huh. Now slide your body down my chest slowly until my manhood kisses your womanly. And take your dominant hand and grip it. Gently massage yourself. Twirl and stir it in your macaroni. I love the sound and taste. Mm. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here tonight in lustful matrimony. Do you, woman, promise to ride him until the sun rises? Moisturizing your thighs with secretions of passion. I will. And do you, man, promise to make love to her mind, body, and soul softly as you stare into her eyes and watch her soul climax? I will. I now pronounce you.
man, look. Uh, yeah, man. I I gotta say this, Rob, man. First, first, uh, I'm glad we went with that song first, man. Uh, it kind of, you know, what I'm saying balanced the mood out a little bit. I wanted to start off with this first, ladies, ladies. Uh, you know, thank you. Uh, first and foremost, for being the gracious creators you are, because without mm-hmm. you, there would not be a me. There would not be a Rob J. And there will not be a you because it took a woman to create you. It took a woman to create all of us. So without me being a creator, I am being created by the creator who created me. You know what I'm saying? Thank y'all. Uh, and um, I appreciate y'all. So I hope the ladies, you know what I'm saying, from, from my heart and from Rob J's heart, y'all y'all hear where we come from. You know what I'm saying? The, the purpose of Free Thought Society is to, you know, free your thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Uh, free your mind and, uh, and open your heart to, uh, you know, what people have to say with pure intentions. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man. Rock. I love that track, bro. Yeah. You did your thing with that production, man. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. You know, uh, let's, let's, let's jump back in, you know, because, you know, as soon as we get to talking, it's going to be time for another break. So let's, let's jump back in. Um, let's do it. Domestic violence, you know. You know, to, to me, in my mind, when I think about it, I think domestic violence, I'm, I'm thinking this is about control. This is about, this is about, um, um, you know, power. You know, you want to be in control of the situation. Um, and is that how you see it? Is that when somebody, you know, they're bullying on you, basically? Is, is that is that what, how you see it? As? Yeah, I, I see it as that, man. Uh, somebody... Uh manipulate and take advantage, taking advantage of, you know, your, your vulnerabilities, you know what I'm saying, your weaknesses, you know what I'm saying? And uh, and by doing that, man, they, they will, you know, slowly take control of your mind. When they got your mind, you know what I'm saying, they can do everything else, you know. Uh, and a form of abuse I went through with the control was, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a career guy, you know what I'm saying. Uh, I love my job. And... Um, you know, I love my friends. I love my hobbies. You know what I'm saying. And when those things become threatened, you know, uh, within the confines of marriage, you know what I'm saying. Uh, dating is, is two things. But when you're married with 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 children or a child, and you know what I'm saying, you're you're bound in the home, you know, under the abuse. From my perspective, uh, from my my experience, uh, it was I was trapped, man. Like. Uh, because if I try to go left, there's the, the control on, okay, I'm going to make up a story or I'm going to put you in a situation where I'm going to, you know, get you to retaliate, you know what I'm saying? Or I'm going to take it over here and, you know, either do something physically harming to you or, or, or something emotionally or verbally, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it was I, – I dealt with many of those things, you know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, so and um, trying to deal with that, it, it makes it it makes keeping the relationship together hard. Does I mean it has to, right? Man, what made it the hardest part about it again, like I said, in the confines of marriage and you know having a family with, with kids, that that was the hardest part. Again, if I was, you know, if I didn't have any any children with her, we didn't have our son, it would have been out of there. You know what I'm saying? But I yeah. constantly thought about him. You know what I'm saying? I, I tried to make do. For him, uh, for as much as I, I endured, you know what I'm saying, as much as I could, you know, uh, under what I went through. 
Um, and I, I want people to keep in mind that, you know, just because um, a lot of men don't say this and they don't talk about this, but, you know, I in that in that experience, you know, when I did try to share this with, you know, other men, you know, I was in the military at the time. When I did try to share this with other men, you know what I'm saying, they, I would hear stuff like, oh, man, that ain't nothing, man. That don't hurt. You know what I'm saying, man, that ain't nothing, man. That ain't, that ain't nothing. I'm like, but I'm like, I, I understand where you're coming from, bro. I understand where you're coming from. It ain't it ain't the fact that it hurt. It's the fact that why you feel like you got to hit on me because hitting only escalates to something else, which it did in my right. relationship. You know what I'm saying? It went from the words. It went from the, then then you know the the violence to weapons. You know what I'm saying? Like it's all the escalation. Mm-hmm. And you know, men and female who who dealt with this, you know, they try to look. They they stay for a number of reasons, you know, i.e. the kids, or they see something in that person, or they just genuinely trapped because they have a hold on their mind, you know what I'm saying? Uh, right. And they feel like they can't go nowhere, and that's what I had to overcome, you know what I'm saying? I, I gave her my mind, you know what I'm saying? I felt like I made I made myself feel like I had no other way, like I was um would be abandoning my son and that and that was another form of abuse I had to go through. You know what I'm saying? Even when I, you know, couldn't take it anymore. Now in comes the, you know, threat of, you know, not seeing your son again or, you know, the police get called, you you start drama. You know what I'm saying? Right. So then now I'm in the corner like ugh, like if I leave, I may never see my son again. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like you know, and then going through something like that again, being in the uh, a marriage, man, that opens up doors to a lot of things, man, uh, that, you know, a lot of people really who, who aren't mentally, I don't want to say mentally tough, but a lot of people who aren't well-equipped uh, mentally, pretty much the same thing, they, they, they can't, they don't know how to get out of those situations and they'll, they'll tend to lose themselves or they'll retaliate to violence and, you know, end up losing their life or, or their freedom, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause, um, that I guess it causes reactions and if you're not mentally tough, if you don't have that mental fortitude, if, if something is happening to you and you don't have the ability to, to stop yourself from reacting, right. um, it could most definitely create a situation that, um, you know, you know, you might not want to see yourself in, but if we got any, and that's that double edged sword. Out there, what was that mm-hmm. now? Double no, I was sword. saying that's that double edged sword right there. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, you got to be careful, you know, how you deal with that. And I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see if there's any listeners out there that, you know, that have gone through this or know what we're talking about and can relate or have any questions. You want to reach out to us? You can call in five six three nine 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 three seven four two. Call in five six three nine 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 thirty seven forty two. We want to hear from. Um, but you know, sure, when you, you you hit a point, you said you know. You said something about your, your kids, and statistically, one in 15 kids get an opportunity to experience some type of domestic violence and know about some type of domestic violence between their parents. Um, 90% witness it or hear it in yes. some shape, form, or fashion. Um, so most definitely impacted by, you know, what happens in a relationship. And, and that can go, you know, many ways here because – you know, a kid can see this as this is what, you know, men are supposed to do is take this. They're supposed to eat this. 
you know, yep. and, and take this abuse. Um, and they can see it as women should be strong and make sure that the man is doing what it is that she's asking of them. So, I mean, this, this could go both ways. Um, so, but, but you had your kids involved. So I know that made it, uh, I made it tough to, to decide, you know, what step to take next. I'm sure. Yeah, man, it was, it was real tough. Uh, and again, for anybody, man, woman who was, who have ever been involved in domestic violence, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Again, man or woman, it, it's all the same. It affects us all mentally, physically, emotionally. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and with the mental toughness, uh, that's a, a real double-edged sword. Again, like I said, you know, as a man, you know, I'm taught to, to have mental toughness. Me being a soldier in the military, yeah, I have to have some form of mental toughness, which I did. You know, I had a lot of it and a lot of self-control, which a lot of people don't have because – you know, I endured this abuse for three or four years, you know what I'm saying, from, you know, uh, from being spat on, uh, you know, pepper spray, had a, had my own weapon pulled on me, you know what I'm saying, uh, I got chased down, you know, all that, you know, in, in the name of, you know, being a father to my son and staying and enduring that, you know what I'm saying, like that, that it reached, I reached a point, you know, in my, in my mentally, where it was like, I need to find a way out because I don't want to be that person that retaliates in a violent way because nobody's going to care about the three or four years of abuse I've been through. They're only going to focus on that one moment when that when that mother-brother snapped. I ain't going to say the other word. When that mother-brother snapped, they're going to be like, man, that, nigga, he, that, that, that guy is terrible. He's terrible. But... When it's, again, and the double-edged sword and then, you know, society, the way they treat things, you know, as soon as I retaliate, it's over for me, you know, no matter what I've been through, you know. So, Go ahead. You about to say so it uh-huh. is with the things that you've been through, is is this what caused you to have to, like, really kind of regroup and start over in, in your life? Is that is that yeah, how this definitely. played out? Okay, yeah, so. Definitely. How like so? How did you go about doing that? Like, what did you? What was the 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 last straw? Man, the last straw again. I'm a, I'm a transparent. I'm open. I'm honest about everything because, you know, uh, you know, the truth set us free, man. You know, somebody else's truth can set you free. You know, and I but and I firmly believe in you know being honest about your life and your intentions. You know, for for the for the sake of yourself and somebody else. You know, what I'm saying for a higher purpose. Um, so yeah, man, uh, God honest truth, bro, like it, my mind went down a rabbit hole of violence, you know what I'm saying? Like retaliating in a violent way to the point mm-hmm. where, you know what I'm saying? Like I go to bed, I have a nightmare and like, I done harmed her in some way and I woke up in cold switch, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh my God, like son, it's time to get the fuck out. Like, I got to go. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, and I can only be so honest, man, because a lot of, I, I, and I've witnessed this myself. I've seen it, you know, in the streets. I've seen it, you know, uh, uh, trading movies, TV, everywhere, man. Like, again, it goes both ways. You know, no one should have to go through that. And I believe uh, anybody who reaches that point and they – make that decision like you know i don't give a i don't give a damn no more i don't care like son i'm gonna go broke i ain't gonna yeah. have nothing but i'm getting the hell up out of here man you know what i'm saying because i'd rather not have 
the materials and this 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 job and still be able to and be able to rebuild and reconstruct my life versus losing control and then losing everything. Now I'm in a box. I'm in, you know, behind trapped behind four walls, you know what I'm saying, for a number of years. Because I didn't one, I didn't seek the help. Two, you know what I'm saying, within seeking help, you know, no one could really help me because no one really talks about this and no one really knows how to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Coming from a man's perspective because we're told to be tough. You know, um so yeah, man, it, it takes a real strong person, uh, mentally. Uh, I mean, but to, do, to do things to, build uh, up? Though, I mean, do do things oh, build yeah, up? Yes. Is it like not? I mean, because you had to had to have noticed this, you know, after a couple of times. Like, well, hold on, man, you're doing a little too much. Like, I mean, how how yeah, come you I, didn't address it then, or did you? And she just didn't didn't care. I did. Uh, I even, you know, we even went to counseling about it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, again, and I'm I'm honest. You know, young. Uh, we we tend to get in situations where, you know, there's red flags, you know what I'm saying? But we do what we do. We're humans, and we tend to ignore them, or we be like, you know what? Let me – I can fix this. Or, in my case, you know, right. a baby's in the situation, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, now I'm faced with a decision where, you know, because I, I had my father in my life my whole life, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I never knew what it was like to be without my father, you know what I'm saying? And and my seeing my son, you know, imagining my son without me being there, you know what I'm saying, to, to teach him, you know what I'm saying? Like, my father taught me, you know, I, I couldn't live with that. So I was like, man, you know what, man, let me go to counseling, let's, let's figure this out, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel okay. like I'm doing the right thing, you know what I'm saying? So, so that's, you, that's you, how you I, took the... You took the counseling route. You said, "Well, I'm gonna I'm go ahead and go to counseling, and, and it's me. I'm gonna work on on me." Or well, both of us. I mean, man, it was both mainly her, but it was you know both of okay. us. Said, you know what I'm saying? Because it takes. I have to support that. You know what I mean? Like that's when, when I say it's the both of us that have to go. Because right. she has to talk to me. I gotta talk to her. You know what I'm saying? The whole situation like that. But uh, yeah, man. It, Again, looking back now, you know, I'm, I don't regret anything I've been through, man, because, you know, it's a it's a learning lesson for me and anybody else out there, especially for my sons. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's a piece of info, piece of wisdom and knowledge I can pass down, you know what I'm saying, despite, you know, the mistakes we make, you know what I'm saying? We can always, always learn something from it and, uh, and other people's mistakes, man. You know what I'm saying? Well, definitely. Yeah, I, I've always taken the, the notion of not having to – to experience certain things because I know people who have gone through that stuff and I can just learn from that. There's no need for me to, to go through it, you know, so I definitely take, what happened? Take caution. What happens if you find yourself in this situation? Let's just say, you know, uh, <laughs> you may be out chilling one day, you know, you're on your smooth Rob J type vibe and then, you know what I'm saying? You with your lady and then all of a sudden, boom, 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 you know, you get hit with a three piece and you ain't that KFC, bro. You know what I'm saying? What, what you gonna do with that? <laughs> I mean, we have to address it. You know, that's that's something that has to get addressed. I mean, you can't. Again, my, that's what I was thinking. Like, this has to build up. You know, and in order for for someone, in my opinion, to even get to that point, there's a lack of respect. Right. That at some point she lost respect for you. At some point, you know, there's a there's a a, a drop in how she feels about who you are as an individual. And she's decided that she can she can try you like that. 
Um, so that that would be where I start. You know, what did I do to make you think that this was okay? Number one. Right. Um, but we would have to have that conversation because it, it it doesn't take much to to get somebody to that point when you are upset. Um, and don't let any kind of alcohol or, or drugs or anything like that be involved. It's even going to escalate even more. So um, we definitely got to make sure, like, that get addressed. Yeah, facts. And also, too, uh, you know, again, looking back on the situation, um, once I, you know, began to deal with my, you know, my, my mental health and, you know, going through my past and, you know, looking at the routes I took in life, you know, uh, trying to figure out where I'm at today as a man. Uh, I, I learned some things. Learning some things about me, I learned some things about other people. And I mentioned earlier, you know what I'm saying, uh, the cycle that we're in. You know, as a child, you may see your parents go through, uh, you may see a parent or parents, you know, be abusive to each other. You know what I'm saying? And and the parents being ignorant, not understanding, you know, what you're ingrained in their psyche. And then they're only going to repeat that cycle. Either A, they're going to be the victim or they're going to be the ones doing the hit. You know what I'm saying? So I believe everything, all mental illness, mental health, all issues, it starts from childhood, man. Um, And it really made me um, take a step back even further and look at my childhood and anybody else's childhood on, on the opposite end. Like, why do you do this? Because people don't want to we, – we, we'll criticize people, we'll dog people, we'll, uh, we'll drag them in the mud, but you know what I'm saying? If we're really serious about mental health, we will really try to understand where this person is coming from per se, like why, what motivated you to do that? What's, what's going on in your head? What have you seen? What have you experienced for you to feel like you have to do that? But, you know, when you're going through it or, you know what I'm saying, we have to, you know what I'm saying, be able to take a step back, not in the moment, but it takes a lot of this. You know, I, I'm not saying that I did it at this moment, but right now, you know, I, I had to take a step back because if, if I truly and genuinely, you know, love someone, you know, not saying that I dislike her or don't love her, but just as a human, you know, and, and, and what God requires of us, you know what I'm saying, how can I move forward, you know, and especially her being my son's mom, and I have to, you know, you know, we're bound to each other because we have a child together. You know, I have to be able to maneuver through life, you know, unaffected. So how can I deal with this so that I can, have a healthy relationship with my son and have a healthy relationship, you know, co-parenting with his mom. Um, but, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I feel like, man, I'm, I don't want to get too deep. I don't want to get lost, man. But I, I, I know I'm reeling in. I feel these ears, they they, 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 uh, they tingling, man. My my blackness is tingling right <laughs> now. I feel all them ears listening, man. Like, they, 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 they tuned in, man. I, I hope so. I mean, if, if, if you are tapped in, 563-999-3742, that'll get you in. Uh, you got to dial, uh, hit number one, you know, to uh, get in and ask a question. You know, we can we can bring you on um, and hear what you have to say, 563-999-3742. I mean, hot words, hot topics, is, you know, they, they have a whole section for self-help, um, and that's where you can find us. And, and every host has a story to tell. We all healing from something. So, we're here on the show each and every week doing something, sharing our stories, putting it out there, 
and uh, trying to help. You know, we're doing our part. Um, so we want you guys to stay tuned. Um, we've got something special coming up here. I've got a I've got a big big subject I want to tap into um, before we um, really go over the the edge here. But I wanna I wanna tap into something um, when we come back from our break. Is it what we talked about the other day? What was that? Is it what we talked about the other day? No, no, not what we talked about the other day. Because that's that that might even be a whole other show. But okay, okay. I, what I'm head, talking bro. about, <laughs> I, I'm talking about masculinizing women and feminizing men, and okay. and that that right there um, has a lot to do with what we are seeing when we're young, um, and as we as these kids are growing up, they're they're exposed to a whole lot more than what we were. Um, so um, when we come back, guys, uh, we're gonna tap into that. Because I know it's time for us to take a break. We got a nice My dope stuff. Got that water and I stay dying just like that coaster. Poster stick and hang with your nigga just like that poster. Back around that nigga, that what you call an imposter. Roster, hanging on blocks, throwing shots just like your blocker. 38 hot, six shots. To the passenger, next time you wanna say shots. You don't send a messenger ahead of your Molly Green and your Sedicini. You only ahead of your time if I'm the guillotine. Roll deep like potato mash and tap on. Leave them cold and naked like the deprived sun. I've been itching for niggas talking and scratching like bitches behind fences. Barking now I'm out the trenches. Stop all that sneak this and let that work talk. If I hit you with that thing, let that work talk. Pick up, my blood didn't pick up. Big cuz calling my phone, I gotta pick up. I was down on my ass, I had to get up. One thing on my list is getting richer. One thing on my list. Society, welcome back, y'all. Looks like we've got a caller. Um, so, call. I want to bring you in. Um, your phone number ending in zero five one four. Caller, I want you to jump in for me. Zero five one four. Introduce yourself and uh, ask. Uh, tell me where you're coming from. Hey, 
Hi, this is Liz, a.k.a. LGD Poet, and um, I'm from California. So, hey. Uh, how are you guys doing? Doing awesome. well. Awesome, awesome. Thank you for calling in. Yes, so I've been listening to your conversation and pertaining to um, domestic violence. And first, I want to commend you for actually opening up and being that vulnerable to share the male perspective of domestic violence, whether it be physical or mental. Um, so then I was listening to the co-parenting part. Um, how do you manage to deal with that after losing all that trust that you have had with the baby's mother? Mm. It was it was really, 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 really tough. Uh I thank God I had the support of the, my son's grandparents, my parents, uh, mm-hmm. during that, that, that time. Uh, I, it was so bad. Like, I was so angry and upset. Like, I did not – I couldn't go pick up my son. You know, I didn't want to be around her at all because um, going through that situation, I lost – you know, I lost everything. I lost a career, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I basically had to start over from scratch. Uh, you know, lost a home. Uh, so I was in a in a space mentally where I was very 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 angry with her. So I didn't want to put myself and my uh, uh, my son in a position where he would see me lash out in anger because she had the ability to uh, manipulate your emotions uh, either by you know what people say slick mouth um, mm-hmm. or just, you know, enticing uh enticing other people to, to get involved in the situation that, that you know that she created. So I posed that question because I have somewhat of a similar situation. So let me before I post or state my statement, how long did it take you mm-hmm. to get to that place to be able to um at least in some form engage and and now or do you engage with her directly now? I do engage with her directly now. Um, it took me years. Let's see, uh, 2014. Uh, it took up until. Matter of fact, 2020, last year. Uh, it was it was a process, you know. No communication at all. And if we did communicate, you know, it was over the phone, never physical. Um, you know, and it was even the issue with that. Uh, but until I started, you know, working on myself in 2019, and, you know, mm-hmm. starting, you know, to deal with my own mental issues, and, you know, I had to, you know, again, I had to, uh, you know, I have to, to be vulnerable in order to to see real growth and change in my, in my own personal life. You know what I'm saying? I can't hold this weight on my shoulders anymore because I got to let it go so I can grow. So that's... That's what happened. Okay. Now, I was stating that I have somewhat of a similar situation after I um, ended a 20-year relationship. Still, till this day, it's been about maybe two and a half years. I do not want to talk to the father. I do not mm-hmm. want to engage in any form unless it's just email or um, text and only pertaining to matters of our child. But it's yes. it's like I think we said something like the trauma. He, the mark that they leave on us, especially the insidious aspect of mental abuse, it's such a subtle yeah. abuse that nobody can't really see that. 
No. So it's it's just interesting to hear it from a man's perspective because it's so prevalent to just acknowledge the the fact that women get abused, but to actually see and hear from the male's perspective, it's it's interesting how vulnerable you can be and how it it can occur to you as well. Yes. And I thank you for that. And I want to also say, too, uh, you know, it's different spectrums to to the domestic violence. Like like in your your case, you know, uh, you being the victim, you know, the man can easily overpower a woman, you know, and okay. I, would, I, I would honestly say, you know, if you don't feel comfortable uh, by yourself, you know, of course, move accordingly and always have someone with you. And in the case of, you know, my situation, I was I was more protecting myself from myself, you know, not from necessarily yourself. what she can do to me. Yeah. Right. Because, it, you I know. I think for me, I, mm-hmm. I think for me it's more more of the mental, the fear of having that mental, that reeling you back in with those empty promises. And um, and, and just because now I I have more of a hypersensitivity towards the false words or just the manipulation, like that's my thing. As opposed to the physical, I I don't think I'll put myself in that position to ever um, be assaulted by him again. But it's more like the mental because that's how a narcissist or abusers reel you back in. Well, Liz, while I got you, I've got you on the the line here. I mean, you guys have kids together, right? I had we had one child together. Okay, so you're the one child. So how do you now teach your child to how do I to look out for this? How do you how do you teach your child to to look out for this? behavior to to know what to do if something like this were to happen well see that's the tricky part from my from my experience it's because um i my child just turned 17 so anytime he goes over to his father which is seldomly and now he's going a little bit more he comes back almost like a different person so i know that there's some level of manipulation how do i Mm. protect him i just try to keep it as honest but away from the situation meaning mentally and so and then just be honest with my child in my relationship because it's taken a bit to kind of repair it because of the way that the situation had to end and it's still in repair mode with my child so it's just teaching him the foundations of how you need to be treated or how you have to treat other people and I remind him you know and just the spectrum of just life in general, um, always respect yourself. You can say no. There was an instance where he um, stated that he was a little bit anxious and annoyed for the conversation he had with his father, and he expressed that um, he was anxious because of that, because of the repetitive, repetitive question he was posing, because I know how he gets. So mm-hmm. I said, you have the right to go ahead and say, um, I'd rather not have this conversation anymore. And he actually uses right. that with me now. If he feels a little overwhelmed. So I guess that's the best way that I'm teaching him somewhat of a boundary. Right. No, that makes that, sense. And that was, I mean, and that's, a, that's a great way to, to start because, like I was saying before, you've got to be able to, to nip it in the bud some kind of way, you know, from the beginning when you first experience it. And I think that's a, that's a great way to communicate because um, that, I think, is a lot of what uh, 
muddies the water is that there's not, you know, good communication. Mm-hmm. So do you and, and Rob, I'm glad that you, you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I'm sorry. Uh, I was gonna say Rob, I'm glad that you asked that question because you know, her. I was thinking about what she was saying. You know, uh, the question you asked her. Uh, how do you teach your son? You know what I'm saying? And that's what I've been doing. You know, um, you know, teaching my son to to you know what to look out for because again, you know, all this stuff. As children, we see this happening, and we repeat what our parents do, you know. So I teach my son, you know, just like what she was telling you, uh, know, know, know your worth. You know, no one puts their hands on you, male, female, and no one disrespects you, you know, and call you outside of your name. And, and as soon as you get a hint of that, that's when you remove yourself from them immediately. You know, they are no longer your friend if they can't respect you. You know what, though, the interesting part about that is um, that you have to catch yourself, too, from uh, repeating your childhood traumas. And it doesn't always have to be the specifics or identical to the childhood traumas, but Mm -hmm. um, the subtleties, like the the way that mentally you've been affected. and, And it really takes a lot of awareness and a lot of, I believe one of you said, um, start addressing your own personal issues to try mm-hmm. not to perpetuate and that's one of the things that I appreciate you guys talking about this topic and I guess also the mental the mental um, um, matters with the black community men in particular because it's very hard I don't really encounter too many men or of any maybe one in one hand that is actually willing to go to therapy to address their own issues to then halter or stop the um the continued self-abuse and then extending it to relationships right. because I'm now very, very hesitant and reluctant to actually want to develop a relationship with anybody because I see red flags. <laughs> right. now. I'm, it's like, no, I think I you definitely come see. after a beast hypersensitive and hyper alert. Yeah. And it's crazy. You know, there's a, like when I when I grew up, my father used to teach me that. Like I grew up with just my father. Uh, my mother, uh, she she was on doing her own thing. You know, when I was about nine, so I I didn't have the opportunity to grow up with my mother. I grew up with just my father, and and he taught me that if you have to hit somebody, that's weak. Like mm-hmm. I'm interested to know from the fellas, like, is it weak to to walk away? Do you, do you see Selah as weak to have to walk away from? From a situation like that, or was that a strong move? Um, fellas, tap in five six three nine 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 thirty seven forty two number one to get into us. Um, Liz, we appreciate you. I thank you for calling in. We, we we didn't know what to expect as far as calling, so I, I I'm glad that you tapped in with us. Thank you, and thank you for having the quick convo with me. You guys are doing a good job. You have a great one. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Free Thought Society, you guys stay tuned. We'll be right back.
Niggas can't be loved too Like God ain't give us emotions just like you I ain't perfect, made mistakes and did dirt too You say your shit don't think, but I bet the roses smell like woo-woo When it's tough in season, I wear my heart on my sleeve Ass out and naked truth, like Adam and Eve Lips caressing my apple as I palm on your bottom Deeply rooted in your earthly hues Like bottom of totem For a perfect picture, picture perfect I ball hard and got game, watch me pitch it perfect Perfect picture on her mound, watch her catch it perfect Throw it, bounce it, squeeze it, smack it, flip it, dribble it, I deserve it Real steel, the beans don't burn out on the grill For real, my love is an uphill battle, Jack and Jill Fetch a pail of tears for years I cry, living my biggest friend, I think it's love No, I'm not I fucked a lot of misses. Bad ones like mishap, misinformed, harm done. To my cardiovascular search arena, pastors, real shit, it would make asses greener, is what I said in laughter. After the fact of after facts, I repeat it backwards. I ain't lying, can't claim the truth, Mustafa's brother. You and me plus a baby, one of that's one another with a sister, brother, clever, maybe have twins like your mother. I see you see me in trauma, irreparable damage. Done to that thump of that between my ribs, you manage. The fracture, the stature of my manhood, it's all good. I'm hard as mahogany, I wish you would Backwoods, what I burn when I smoke As I bear witness, hurt to the core I felt freedom the first time you walk through that door You and I plus God, that's love unconditional Yeah, 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 yeah. Just a little man don't mean only yeah, Society on Hot Words, Hot Topic. We are talking about domestic violence today, my brother Selah Black. So um, yeah, yeah. it's been interesting, been very interesting, man. Um, I, I really wanted to touch on a couple points as far as, as what to look for, you know, in, in domestic violence. So that's like a such a broad topic, you know, when we say that word, you know, what does that really mean? And it can really come in a bunch of different forms. Um, you know, so I, I just kind of want to, want to touch on that, man. Like what are some of the, the, 
the different ways. I know it can be verbal abuse and, and you can have physical abuse, but there are some like real, you know, other subtle ways, um, you know, like economic, you know, ladies out here getting bread now, you know, oh, man. they don't oh. need you. They don't need you for that. Yeah. You know, so now yeah, who are that's... you? you know, what are you bringing to the table? Mm. You know, so yep. talk to me about that, man. I mean, all right, so let's 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 get a little bit more naked in truth here. So, um, yeah, man, uh, another thing for me, I can't talk about nobody else but me. They love that. So, so for me and my mental health, um, how it affected me again, you know, the form of of, of abuse, whether you're abusing a person or you're abusing a government institution, uh, i.e. The two-letter word, uh, uh, child support. You know what I'm saying? So, in love, which is again, it, I, I have no issue with the with the institution of it, but the abuse of it, and it not being under control by the government itself, I have an issue with because there are a lot of women who abuse it, you know, and there are some women who do use it accordingly, and there are people who go about the system in the right way. Uh, the people that's doing that, this conversation isn't for you. You know, kudos to those who uh, do operate and live in truth and, uh, you know, according to law, you know what I'm saying, not to manipulate and hurt other people because of what the the uh, government gives us. Um, mm-hmm. So in my my, my situation, um, you know, now being, again, with my, my friend who passed away, Raheem, that was his situation, you know, the stress that he had to deal with uh, in and out of jail because of, you know, he could not financially support himself because he went from job to job, you know, uh, and, and and one thing that I've realized in my mental health and my battle is when I don't have anyone to turn to either the, gov- the government or, or uh, another person. Now I'm in a situation where I, I feel like I have to just trust myself and do what I have to do in order to make ends meet. And being in that that position where I was, you know, again, there's nothing wrong. I have no issue with child support, but it's it's how it was utilized against me. And being now in a a new relationship, how it can become a stronghold um, if done the wrong way. Uh, Again, if the person does not like you or they have an issue with you, they will press the system suppress you, which will right. inevitably put you in a position where you have to go to court in and out of, you know, often, where you have to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to keep yourself from going to jail based on, you know, what this manipulative person has said. You know, I lived it. My uh, my friend Raheem, who's no longer alive, lived it. And mm-hmm. uh, it's a very, very real thing. And I want people out there to understand that, you know, there's other ways of abuse rather, you know, uh, other than physical and emotional, you know, there's financial abuse, you know, um, and I, I'll say this, you know, me, I'm, I'm a man, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm a family man. I, I had my mom and my dad in my life, my whole life. Uh, my dad raised me well. I seen him take care of the home even when he, you know, when he took a blow during the, um, uh, you know, with his job back in the 90s, you know what I'm saying? Like, they held it together. You know, they had their issues, but my family held it together. And to see that, you know, that, that makes 
that made me who I am today. You know what I'm saying? So when I seen those, when I was in those uh, situations, you know, I, I took care of my responsibility. I'm the one paying the bills, you know what I mean? And I was also being abused in that way too financially, you know, uh, with the control of the finances, how much you got coming in. You can't touch this. Why are you spending this? Why are you spending that? You know, I don't even have access to my own check, and I'm the one bringing in the money. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And in the confines of marriage and coupled with being in the military, you know, there's a lot of a lot of uh, things I had going against me that kind of kept me bound to where I, I couldn't do what I wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? So I, I had to – it was kind of like a balancing act. If I go this way, you know, it's going to affect this. If I go that way, it's going to affect that. So it's kind of like I had to deal with it until, you know, um, <laughs> I, I couldn't take it anymore, and I just let go of everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, did it ever get to the point, like, where, like, she would, like, target your insecurities or, like, your vulnerabilities and make you – like, you did kind of say, like, you know, she would hold – hold your child against you basically so she did she keep him from you is that what was happening like you couldn't see him at certain times or when you wanted to or it was a combination of things uh she also and in, in, uh you know introduced my child into the abuse as well you know by saying negative things about me to my child you know what i'm saying uh in front of me or in front you know of you. using social mm-hmm. media yeah you know uh again like whatever i loved that person would use you know what I'm saying? Uh, they'll use that against me. You know, your father's a deadbeat. That's the number one thing that always comes up to mind. You know, uh, and that and, and and women don't know how much words really hurt, and especially when you cause a call a man something that they're really not at heart. You know, you 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 you're, you're you're breaking them down, and then you're gonna turn him into something that, you know, he did he never wanted to be. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I was feeling with myself, I'm now turning into something that I didn't want to be because I'm constantly hearing your negative words about me. You know what I'm saying? I have nowhere or no one to talk to about this. You know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of trapped and you're not going to believe me. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's a real, real, real tug of war on, on your mind, man. You know, trying to balance everything out, uh, you know, taking care of the home and managing a career. You know, a dangerous career at that. You know what I'm saying? I was in the military, man. You know, I, I had to keep a sharp mind because, you know, any moment I could have been sent across some waters, you know what I'm saying? And then what's, what's going on at home, I can't let that affect my mind while I'm over there. That's how you come come back home in a box. You know what I'm saying? So I had to keep all that in mind, you know what I'm saying? Like, focus. Maintaining this, like, like, for real, like, I want people to understand, like, again, I can't talk about nobody else. But me, like the mental focus and the mental strength that I had to have to endure that from from the weapons to the violence to the spitting to, you know, losing a career or always in trouble with, uh, you know, my superiors because of some situation that I was pulled into uh, out of her manipulativeness, uh, you know, it, it weighed heavy on me because I was always, 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 always having to defend myself. And I realized today that it made me very defensive, you know, when dealing with people. If somebody have an issue with me, I'm going to get super defensive because I always feel like I have to prove myself because I was always backed against the wall. No matter how hard I tried, you know what I'm saying? 
And my heart goes out to men out there who are doing the right thing, but, you know, there's nobody out there that's really listening. And so then when they do wrong, then that's when people want to pay attention. So I hope people that's listening to this, that they'll, you know, uh, come up out of this, you know, with a, with a, with a, with a, with an extra ear in their heart, man, to hear people because a lot of people out are not out here, you know, doing wrong on, on purpose. You know what I'm saying? You know, some people go through a lot. Some of us know how to handle it. Some of us don't. And then some of us, we get to a point where we just break. Right. Well, then speaking of uh, listeners, it looks uh, look like we've got a caller. Uh, caller, your phone number is 714. Go ahead and press one. Let's, let's tap in. Hello, this is Lisa Michelle Garrett. Hello to both hey. hosts, Selah and Rob. Hey, Lisa, yes, how yes. are you? I'm well. I um had forgot about my little situation that I had because it was years ago. Um. 91. So um, I'm 55 years old now, and I have a male son. When me and his father um, weren't getting along and parted ways, a lot of um, infidelity on his part and just different things, and me being a heavier person at that time, I was 243 pounds, and I was just uh, abused uh, verbally and everything, and um, we split ways. My son was five at the time. He will be 30 next month. Yeah. So let's just say I was a single mother for a very long time. I was only in the marriage for like six years and I had to go. Cause I said, I don't want my son to be raised in that environment and think that that's how, um, you're supposed to treat a woman, you know, when you right. grow up and get married and things like that. So he was an alcoholic and very verbally abusive. I think the marriage was only good for about a good two weeks and then started seeing those red flags. We dated for a mm. year and seven months, and everything was fine. And then all of a sudden, boom, after two weeks, it seemed like it was over. I said, oh, I think I've made a mistake. But And um, I got pregnant within that first year, and... I said, well, I'll stay for my son. But I said, after a while, I said, uh-uh, never mind. I got to go. I want him to be yeah. mentally stable when he's an adult and know how to treat people. He's very well-rounded exactly. today. He's been cheated on himself and not in a relationship at the present moment. I don't have any grandchildren, which is fine. <laughs> but um, he's very sensitive to women's feelings and how they feel, and he doesn't, Mm-hmm. Um, condone cheating on people and alcoholism and all those things. He goes to work, he pays his car note and bills, and he just does him. So as long as he's happy, that's fine. And I know I have did my job by leaving, but it's just it's really just really sad that anybody, male or female, or, you know, anybody living has to go through that abuse. It was hard, but. I'm happy today. I'm 55. Life is good. And things do get better. But I wanted to make one more point that I never talked bad of his father. I might have thought some things, but he never heard it. (laughs) You know, I never once downgraded his father, even though his father was not treating me well and talking to me any old kind of way. And I just, Mm -hmm. yeah, that was, that was it. So always just speak well of the other person. They'll find out when they're older. So that's what I wanted to say. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lisa, for tapping in with us. Guys, we got to take a quick break. We're going to take a quick break. 
Um, that way we can get a little something to drink here, some in my system. Yes, sir. Um, but um, we'll be back soon here. Everybody stay tuned. Free Thought Society, hot words, hot topics. What I'm trying to get in, where I fit in, ten darker than the ink of pen. Come to think of it, I medicate to meditate, so I ink well orientate. I know my fate, I know the fate. They post the hate, not congratulate. Uh, uh, it's worth the wait. Pounds of boulders, carry the pony chip shoulders. The world showed us the same folk, the same hue as you. Asking who is who, red the blue, pick a new foe, pick a nigga, pull a trigger, kill a nigga, pick and choose. I would lose, fight amongst ourselves, so we don't know who is who, who's is who's. How to choose, I will move. How to teach, I will choose. How to strike, I will use. How to reach, I will use. How to keep, I will use. How to use, I will choose. How to speak, I will choose. And that's real spit coming from me too. Not do in front of your kids. Like you have to be a forward thinking. You know, what I'm saying always thinking about 
your children, your children's sake when it comes to, you know, being an abuser or being a person who, at the end of the day, all abusers are selfish. They only think about themselves and what they want. Um, and they try to control people any way they can to get what they want. So with that being said, um, I think about how, you know, the how the negative things that are said about fathers, you know, to the children by the mothers. And it's not, in my opinion, my point of view, from my perspective, it's not fair because now you have a young man who's, who's now a preteen or now a teenager, who's now becoming a young adult and now a full-grown person. And you have people out here who men, such as myself, have been in relationships or situations where they may have escaped or, you know, the other person just got tired of dealing with them for whatever reason, tired of abusing on them, and they just moved on somewhere else. And they cut all ties between the child and the father, and now this woman can paint the picture of this man but his father, quote, unquote, being a deadbeat. And mm-hmm. and women, people need to pay attention to folks that do that when they're constantly bashing a man, when they're constantly talking about he doesn't do this or he doesn't do that. You know, that should be a red flag to uh, those eyes on the outside looking in to, okay, something had to happen here. What's going on here? Because in my situation, you know, I think about my son, you know, now I, I try to reinforce everything that, I truly am to him. You know, going through that situation, I I put as much love into him as possible. I spent as much time with him as possible. And the anger that I was that was building up in me from going through the abuse, I felt it, you know, going into my son, you know, um, from me. And that was another turning point for me, you know, because, again, he, he didn't have to be here, and we don't think about our children and their minds and how we prepare them to be adults. So pig, piggybacking on that, man, it's very important what we so do I, and what we say in front and of I, I want to I see what you say about this, too, because the majority of the majority of relationships that, that end up not going well and children are involved, a lot of times the, the mother is keeping the children. Yes. So they're with her the majority of the time, but when you get the opportunity to be with your son, mm-hmm. are you bad mouthing her? Or are you trying to clean up what she may think about what she said about you? Like how how do those conversations go when you're talking to your son? And he's old enough now to un, you know have a real conversation like that. Do you have those conversations? I have them in my head. I. I I play them out of my head before I even introduce it to him, and I try to see all outcomes. You know what I'm saying? If I was to introduce this conversation to him, I haven't yet. But what I do is, again, I love on him. Uh, if, you know, in times where she would call me Debbie or my dad or, you know, has him thinking that I don't care, I will always let him know, hey, son, I love you. I'm here for you. I'll do anything for yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? I try to reassure him as much with my words and not ride his back as a parent because, one, he's not with me. So, you know, what I had to learn when he did come see me, I can't be that authoritative, uh, not saying I was addicted, I can't be that parent that, you know, I have to be gentle with my punishing of him 
You know what I'm saying? I have to be cautious of that because, one, he's seen the abuse. So now he's going to translate that over into, uh, you know, my mama hit him. You know, now he hitting me, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and it creates another cycle. So, and, you know, when he expresses himself to me and how he feels, I have to honor and respect that, you know, so I can, you know, shape his mind into, you know, being an adult. And I have the conversations with him, you know. People not supposed to put their hands on you. Then I, I sat back and I was like, yo, like, wow, I'm telling him this, but, you know, I whoop his butt, you know what I'm saying? And I got to the point where, like, for real, like, I got to the point where, like, I told him, like, listen, I'm not going to do this no more. I'm going to talk to you because you're getting older and you know right from wrong. So I'm I'm going to talk to you as an adult. Now, if I have to talk to you more than once, then you already know what's going to happen. So I'm just going to, I'm forewarning you right now. Let's not get to that point so I don't have to do that because once you become an adult, Nobody's going to whoop you. They're going to do other things. You're going to lose a job or you're going to go to jail or other things. You know what I'm saying? So I want you to understand, son, that there's consequences for your actions. And, you know, I, I try to have that, 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 that talk with him to yeah. reassure him because, again, fathers, that being a father of kids, know their parents love them when they can have a, a heart-to-heart with them or they spend time with them. Whether if they can't even see him in public, face to face, the quality time, the questions, the you know, really trying to understand them where they're coming from, really having a heart to heart, instead of trying to bash mm-hmm. them all the time when they make mistakes. You know what I'm saying? I capitalize on those moments to, you know what I'm saying? Try to make him, you know, better than me. Yeah, yeah. I was taught, man, like that that becoming physical is is a lack of a skill set. You know, that yeah. is um, communication. You know, if I've got to get physical with you, then that means I haven't been able to communicate, you know, my story or my, my side of the story or, or whatever it is I'm trying to put down, you don't understand. And I need to reevaluate how I'm, how I'm saying this so that way you, you can get it. Um, because getting violent is, is, or even getting manipulative, even getting, you know, deceitful. Um, cause that's a lot of, a, a lot of times we don't, we don't recognize it as, as, um, you know, abuse, but, you know, leaving out a part of the story or, you know, when she is explaining something to your son, if you leave out a, a big chunk of the story, you know, uh, then definitely you can skew the perception of, of that individual. So I think that we, we have to make sure that again, we're, we're not masculinizing women and making them you know, take on all these different roles. And now, because that happens, you know, by default, you know, she's without you. Now she's doing all the providing she's, and he's seeing that, you know, she's handling everything. You're not around. She's handling everything. Um, Mm -hmm. In his mind, she's strong. It's a strong woman. You know, we see all our mothers that way, you know, but, you know, at the same time, she could be feminizing him, you know, um, making him, realize that when she's saying these things about you, that's because you're weak and, and, you know, being weak is how your dad is and you don't want to be like that, you know. Mm. Um, that's the worst so, thing. So it's tough. Yeah, it's, it's tough, man, yeah. especially when you know you've got to, uh, you've, you, you've got you've to recover that when you're around him, you know, because in the back of your mind, you know that, you you know, she's been putting dirt on you. So you've got to find a way to, to out outweigh that. Um and I like how you're doing it. You're doing it strategically. It's not. It's not a. Uh, you know. It's not a. Hey, whatever your mom said. Uh, don't believe that. No. It's. It's more of a. Yeah. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna prove to you that when you hear her saying that, that's nonsense because you know better. You know. Um, so yeah. I like. 
I like how you play in that, how you handle that. Now, now to tap back in on on the mental health and uh, where I stand, so I'm going to paint a picture for you now. Mind you, uh, in today's times, the you know, the black man isn't the most popular man on, on the face of the earth. It hasn't been for quite some time. So let's paint a picture. Um, you know, we have the, 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 the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, you know, police killing black people, you know, black men, uh, black women, you know what I'm saying? This all type of craziness. And uh, still today, racial injustice against us. For the life of me, I need people to understand what that does to a man who is bound by the system, not by his fault, but put in the system by by someone else. And then they now utilize this system to target you, i.e., in the heat of the George Floyd moment, now, why am why am I having the police coming after me? Because you don't like me and you want to use this child support institution or this system to come at me and get the police involved in the, my life. Now, think about where I stand as a black man. Now, I'm getting a call from the police. I got to go to the courthouse. They just killed the black dude that's last week. Now you got now you put a target on my back. Got them thinking I'm not out here doing right. So if I ever get in a situation, guess what they gonna remember? Oh, that black man is the black man that don't take care of his kids. That's the black man that always having the woman having a problem with the women. That's the black man right. that's always doing this, and that's what goes through my mind every day, man. I don't know what be happening. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and they don't understand what we gotta go through. When you utilize this system, it's already out here killing us and has been killing us for a long time. What's the point of using that against us? But then in the same breath, you will say black lives matter. Well, I have an issue. You know, we can't say we love one another as a people, but then you wanna use a government system against your own people and then in the same breath you wanna say you love your people, you support your people, then you don't believe in police brutality and you wanna defund the police. Well if you wanna defund the police, there's a whole bunch of other things that we gotta to get to the root issue of because guess how many men are locked up behind bars right now because a woman uh uh misused or abused the uh, a ton institution of them. A ton of them. We're going to touch like, back in. Like, we're going to touch back in yes. when we get back. we got to take a quick break, say a lot. We're going to tap in when we get back. Hot words, hot topics. This is Free Thought Society. you got to stay tuned. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. What a beautiful morning. Welcome to some recording. Of you, homosexually telling me you would never leave. That's what you had recorded. A nigga was looking forward. See you, and you know it. Like summer trees, you told me you never leave it. Leave. That's what you had recorded. Maybe or maybe not. You know what play you forgot. And now my stomach cannot. You better not be ignoring. On your voice, man, I'm recording. No service on your cellular telling you I would never leave. That's what I recorded. I wish I had avoided all the red flags. I ignored them. On my knees, I can't support them. Praying God to help me out. Show me a different route. A map out. Stand out and fly out. Stand out. I'm moving without a doubt. The symmetries I see, they move in triangles. A king angle, stay on my hip like nine bangles. The right of pie, that's three corners from one angle. Don't back me in, let no win, that's a sin. Again, I say. 
Meant to win, that's a sin Against all odds and walls I'm back up, big ball Most of y'all, not that all I got big balls, big ball. dreams I'm not y'all, only time ball. they capture us Is when the night falls So protect our black kings and queens At all costs, give it all you got And move with purpose just like a boss Back it up, rack it up Don't count the laws, there's a contract With you and God, with the claws Angels on standby, with the plows R.I.P. Big Team, Rossi Hold it down for all my dogs Living, heaven my weapon reads, trajectory is mine deep. When I see, spirits read, don't believe. Just look at fans next to me, you see me. How to be, tempo E, possibly, S N A K E B E, double A, R E, O B. I'm talking like a dime, smoke them like cheese. Must I repeat, S N A K E B E, double A, R E. Black as usual, Ben Leader is King and Ben Leader is Queen, Free Thought Society on Hot Words Network, brought to you by the blog Talk Radio, Rob J, man. Yo, yo. <sighs> yes. I'm getting hot, dog. I'm, I'm, I'm getting I hot. I see you, man. It's, it's... I, I see not, you, Not man. because. You know what? Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, no, I'm not getting hot because the subject matter. It's just, you know, I have a passion for. You know, I like to talk, man. I have a passion for it, man. And, and, and if anybody has an ear <laughs> to hear, man, like I speak because I want other people who are like me, man, to get something out of it and move forward. They like, I feel like that's my purpose, bro. Like, I'm, yeah. it's, what I what I do is bigger than me, man. Like, I go through what I go through so I can help other people because I've seen other people go through it. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm here now because of it. Right. I mean, I, I think that's... Uh... I think you're right on line with that, you know, being your purpose and, and being able to to touch, you know, the, the lives of the people that, that you're involved with. Um, and you have a unique way of doing that um, with that passion, um, even putting it in your music. So, you know, I, I agree with that, man. Um, I wanted to to say before we go further, because Liz that called in earlier, she has a show on Hot Words Network called My Life, and she does her thing every first Tuesday at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Um, so that's 9 o'clock for us on the on the uh, East Coast. But y'all tap in with Liz, um, My yes, Life, Hot Words. Yeah. And I'm going to pick it back off that, too. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to ask you. Uh, I want to tap in, too, with uh, Linden's Academy of the Arts. Uh, for anybody who's listening to me and they're in Greenville, uh, the Upstate, South Carolina, Anderson. Make sure you all tap in with Linden's Academy of the Arts. Uh, Black-owned academy. We are there. They are there to help our children, and they are growing our community through arts, music, writing, DJing, producing, and every aspect of the art. So Linden's Academy, follow them on uh, all social media platforms. And be on the lookout for our tour. We got to tap that in earlier. Y'all be on the lookout. 2022 Intimate Encounters. Say Love Black Soul, hosted by Rob J. We may be coming to a city near you, but you never know, man. Y'all stay tuned and y'all stay locked in with Free Thought Society, man. Y'all stay 
keep uh, stay in line with the updates and be on the lookout for that. Yeah, you can actually go to freethoughtsociety.net, freethoughtsociety.net, um, and just kind of keep up with what's going on. Um, we, as we do more shows, they'll be available online for you to uh, to see. Uh, freethoughtsociety.net also got some some merch out there if you want a t-shirt, a hat, a jacket, a backpack, you know those types of things are out there. So I had to make sure that we we plug that in because freethoughtsociety.net is available. So yes, sir. Rob, I wanted to hit you with this question, man, and uh, I'm a I'm gonna answer it myself too. Have you ever been involved with uh, someone who may have been in an abusive relationship? Oh yeah, I think um, I think you know majority of us probably have and, and don't even know it, but I, I did and did know it. Um, yeah, um, it's it's delicate. You know, um, and and I've been in a couple times where it's um, it's been where okay, hey, um, I I've been abused before, I've been hurt before, and my guard is up, and you're gonna have to do everything and anything that you potentially can do to get me to bring it down um, before I even get comfortable. Um, and then I've been on the other side where, you know, she's already you know just on edge already ready to to argue because she already knows like maybe in her mind that's what men do you know so um been been on both sides of the spectrum and um you know and and i guess in my experience it's just easier to be who i am when i'm being myself then it completely eliminates the anxiety of somebody thinking that i would even be that way um because that's just not in my character, you know. Um, but when somebody, when somebody pulls a different aspect of you out, you know, you've got to be prepared to deal with that part of you. Um, and we've got to realize that that's a that's a dysfunction. You know, nobody says or does anything to get abused. You know, this is a this is the person that's the abuser. This is a dysfunction, whether it be a, a psychological or emotional. Uh, mental dysfunction it is definitely one it's the 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 need to to get violent or to get um manipulative to get um toxic uh, that's not your fault you know so a lot of times receiving a you know a person that that has those things kind of like you know i don't know you you ever been around somebody who you know has has you know gone through these things you, you just make sure you handle it with the white gloves you know you're very delicate and you make sure that they understand how you care. You know, not not only see that you care, but they got to know how you care and why you care, because um, it really helps to to keep the the, the guard down, because that ultimately is what's got to happen. But you said you you right, so had I, that experience too. You know, you you've been yeah. you've been in that situation. Yep. Yep. Uh, and I can speak on both both spectrums, you know what I mean? Uh, me being a victim and actually being involved with the victim. Uh, I'll speak on my on my behalf, uh, you know, and what it was like for that person to, to date me. You know, everything that you said, I was very defensive. I had my guard up, you know what I'm saying? I'm always having a watchful eye, you know what I'm saying? I'm paying, I'm, I'm, I'm extra careful with what I say, how I do things, you know what I mean? Like, any, like you and that person, I require of them. You gotta be careful with your words and how you talk to me. 
because mm-hmm. you know women 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 they, they got them tongues on them man they they can cut you Boy. down man you know Boy. what I'm saying <laughs> They can be, you gotta you be secure within yourself, boy. You gonna you gonna be feeling Come bad on. after some of these conversations. They they can build you up and they can cut you down. You know what I'm saying? And me being transparent as a man, I communicated that. And you know, some instances where you know I I had to be like, look, I uh, I understand that you know you probably didn't uh, you know understand where I was coming from the first time, but this is why I'm asking you to do this. So I have to break it down to them. You know, so they can understand and then realize in doing that, man, they never, a man, they never told them that. They never heard that before. So it's a new arena for them because yeah, a lot of people are not going to say that, you know. Yeah. Most, you know, and then, and then experiencing it, being that I was in it and now, you know, have, being in a relationship with someone who, who has been through it, you know, I, I empathize and understand. And, and that, that right there itself, you know, two views come together, that could be a challenge because, you know, both of y'all are, you know, got to learn each other in a in a very delicate way. You know what I'm saying? You got to be extra careful with what you do because you don't want to, uh, you don't want to trick or anything. And it sucks at the end of the day, man, because, you know, what we go through in life, you know, we're here where we get, but the ultimate thing is, is that we, we try to love each other for where we get and, and we use that love to understand each other, man, and, and try to go someplace, you know, together in this life. Yeah, and, and, you know, your experiences shape you, you know, so it's, it's hard to, you know, take something like that and, and, and act like it didn't happen, you know, take an abusive situation and act like it didn't happen and try to move forward, you know, but I think, I think a good solution moving forward for someone who has been in that type of situation um, is to show people, you got you to gotta teach people how to treat you, you know, you got to show them what it is that you need. Um, and if they're not able to accommodate that, especially if they've got to get violent, uh, they've got to get to where they're being manipulative or they're keeping you from, you know, seeing your friends or uh, your family. I mean, um, and don't even talk about being sexually abusive, you know, because that, that could yeah. be a whole another hour worth of, uh, of conversation, you know, just trying to trying to take it from you. You know, and you don't even want it like that. So I mean, you've got to, you've got to make sure going forward, we we are clear on how we want people to treat us, because um, I think that is the 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 the, the catalyst to to some type of solution. Um, men's mental health. Um, they have an actual website called the National Institute of Mental Health. Um, and they do a lot of articles there where you can find help, you can find ways to to deal with this. Um, and and it's not an easy thing. It's not an overnight solution. Um, and it's going to take a special person in a lot of cases um, to be able to to delicately handle somebody that has dealt with this, maybe not even once, but in all of their relationships. Um, and that's not uncommon at all. You know, for somebody to have dealt with some type of toxicity, some type of, of abuse in all their relationships. So they may even think that it's normal. And if they're not doing that, they're not expressing how they really feel. So we got to learn how to teach people, show them what it is that we need as an individual. You know, just because somebody else did it a certain way doesn't mean that that's how I'm going to do it. You know, so show them what it is that you want. 
that you need from them. And that, and that's how you can build, you know, without the toxic stuff. That's, that's facts. And um there was a question, man, that was that was that was posted. Uh they asked, Where are you on the road to the uh, healing spectrum? Um me, I'm I'm on the, the, the healing spectrum for me, uh where I'm at honestly. Uh I can say I'm 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 in a better position than I was three years ago, uh, emotionally. Because now I'm coming to the revelation and the understanding of, you know what I'm saying, first and foremost, who I am. And like Rob said, understanding what I would, you know, teaching people how to treat me. And once I understood that, because I allowed that to happen, I didn't take mm-hmm. a step back and say, hey, whoa, wait a minute. Uh-uh, you ain't going to talk to me like that. No, nah, you're not going to do that to me. Uh-uh. So when now I'm understanding if I would have taken that approach or I was taught that, you know, I could have avoided a lot of situations because to be able to tell people, what you require of them and how you want to be treated, that that shows a lot of self love. You know what I'm saying? We quick to right. tell other people, "Oh no, nah, you gonna treat you gonna treat this person like that? Now nah, you gonna treat them with respect?" But we we would never be like that to ourselves. You know what I'm saying? And um, what about what about you, Rob? Uh, I know, I know you haven't been in a situation like that. Like, what would what would you share with a brother like me who comes to you with a situation like that? What, what would you tell him? Hey, man, I'm going through this, man. My mind is messed up. I don't want to go left, but I, I need your help. What would you tell a brother like that? Well, first and foremost, anybody that knows me knows my mind is open. You know, if you are going through something like that, you can always hit me up. Um, and I And I may not have a solution for you. You know, sometimes you, you just got to listen, you know. Um, but if it were me and and it was, you know, that was the the option that you wanted was for me to give you a solution, you know. Again, it starts with you. You know, how do you handle it? And you've got to pose that same question to her. You know, how, how does she handle it? How can you deal with this? Because you obviously see this as something that you need to, you need to fix. This is obviously something that you don't want to be like. You're not trying to live your life like this all the time, are you? You're like we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do something about this. It needs some type of adjustment. So you make the the adjustments on your end, and she's got to agree agree to make them on hers. You know, because it 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 does take time to heal, and a lot of times just seeing that person can trigger the emotions. It can trigger trigger that behavior that you're trying to get away from. Absolutely. It, 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 you know, you really got to make sure that you are confident in yourself. You got to build yourself up. You got to know your value, your worth. That way, when, you know, these, these situations happen, because they, they are going to happen, you know, it's likely to happen. You know, one in four men, they, they're going through this right now. They're dealing with something and haven't told anybody, you know, because as a man, our our culture has taught us to to ha- handle it, you know, just deal with it, man up, as they would say, you know. So we we've been taught not to not to speak on it, man. And and you know, you, if you do, you you you're labeled sensitive. And I'll be the first one to tell anybody, I'm, I'm a sensitive dude. Like you can't just talk to me any kind of way. I don't I, I don't I don't process that well. 
you know. So I, I require some type of respect, and and unless you can't give me that, um, there's no reason for us to to even have any more relationship. You know, so right on. I try to nip it in the bud early. I feel that man, and and. Respect, self-respect, respect, respect, respect. That's that's the ultimate key to life, man, is respect. If you respect yourself, you will respect others. You know what I mean? And I want this to be the main takeaway from from today. Uh, respect, man. We have to respect each other. We have to respect ourselves enough to communicate with people how we want to be treated. And vice versa, we have to be understanding and loving enough to hear another person um, cry, you know, for help. We have to be understanding with one another. Um, but the line is open. Y'all tap in, man. Well, I'm giving that number, man, so they can call in. I know we got some people out there waiting. So, oh, 563-563-999-3742. Press number one to uh, tap in and get on this conversation. Talking about men's mental yeah. health. Let's go. Domestic violence. Domestic violence in the neighborhoods. You know, a lot of people are going through this stuff, man, and, and they taking it to work with them. You know, you don't know what these people are going through sometimes, man. They get to work and they done, they done got chewed out before they even got there. Getting ready. And what? You know? So it's it's crazy, man, but we got to make sure that that we take care of self. That's number one. We got to take a quick break, so stay tuned. Free Thought Society will be back in just a minute. Yeah, yeah. Church niggas 
than woke niggas. No different than poor niggas and broke niggas. All the you with make sense and that's figures. You can miss me with that bro shit. My only hope is my kids do better than I is. And truth is, cause he your color. He ain't your brother. Got it twisted like crip niggas with four fingers. Space bound, I'm going lunar. A bunch of stars moving silent. You gotta use so long, so far. That's why I also just let me. Society on the Hot Words Hot Topic Network. Want to let you guys know that we also have Monica J. She's every fourth Tuesday broadcasting on the Blog Talk Radio. Her topic is "Be You, Do You." Every fourth Tuesday, Miss Monica J. Don't do not miss out on that. Definitely a good one. Say la. Tell yes, me sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm thinking. Like we got a caller, yeah, you got a caller. You unmuted me. Do you take callers now? Let's do oh, yeah. it. We got. What's your name? Where you calling from? I'm Joe from Montana. I'm here because you got in your description page. How you guys doing? Great. About doing men's doing mental well. health and women's violence, which is one of my favorite yeah. topics because. There's a show that I usually go to. It's on now, but right now he's kind of deviating from his normal um, schedule about talking about uh, women and how overrated they are. Um, Thing is, is that I happen to agree that men's mental health certainly takes second place in in today's society. Usually there's there's a lot of centers centered uh, around women's issues, breast cancer, their mental health. There's only about five or six centers usually that are um, devoted to to men because we're supposed to suck it up. I don't see right. anything yeah. wrong with sucking it up as long as it doesn't become a trauma-filled type of memory. And in terms of women's violence, the stats now show, I think officially, that either 40% or 70% of domestic violence is caused by women. That's a big deal, mm. and that's something the yeah. public should know about. That's it, man. That's why we're here, Joe. We're trying to put it out there. I mean, because it's not—it's not a one-sided thing, you know. It's not a one-sided thing. We are also uh, the the victims of domestic violence, and um, you know, we only got a couple minutes here, so we definitely want to—we want to wrap it up and uh, let you guys know oh, that okay. Sundays, yeah, Sundays, um, every fourth Sunday, excuse me, every second Sunday, we're going to be—we're uh, going to be on the Blog Talk Radio, Hot Words, Hot Topics. Um, please, you know. Joe, before you go, man, I mean, if you if you want to continue the dialogue, we'd love to tap in with you. All you've got to do is email us at hotwordshottopics at hotmail.com. Um, you know, we'll take confidential questions and comments there, and we can continue the dialogue. We definitely would love to uh, invite you to come in on the next show. Um, the next show, I think, you know, Selah, I was thinking about it, man. I, I really want to go the route of, 
the topic of consistency. Absolutely. Consistency in relationships, you know, and consistency in, in, in all of relationships, not necessarily just, you know, romantic ones, but even in business. That, that That's how you get to that next level. That's how you have these breakthroughs. So I, I think uh, next time we're on, man, we're on a, a, every second Sunday. Um, we're going to be on consistency. How do you feel about that? I feel great about it. Um, absolutely great about it, uh, and it ties into everything. Um, and since Joe's on the phone, how you feel about it, Joe? I want to hear your opinion on this too, man, consistency. Joe said that? Consistency? Yeah. Yes. Relationships are important regardless of whether they're romantic or whether they're in business. People have to know how to get along take a look at each other's ideas, secure which ideas are really the better ideas and go along with it without the ego getting involved. And so consistency, um, yeah, I'd be interested in that. And I think you guys, awesome. since you're top, yeah, I think you guys should appear more than just once every second Sunday. Because uh, okay. these this particular topic, uh, men have to know about it because a lot of men are we keep we have conditioning. Sorry about you two guys being the uh, victims of domestic <laughs> violence, but I think any time any guy gets divorced simply because his wife falls out of love with that romantic hero that she put up in her mind, uh, put a, put him out on, on a pedestal without his knowing about it, and then he falls down Mount Olympus for doing nothing. And exactly. then she takes right. him for child support and takes him for alimony or palimony. To me, that's uh, that's abuse against men. So right. I Absolutely. think you guys should have a show like one at least once a week. Oh, oh, Joe, hmm. man, you you saying you talking my language, man? So we we might have to do that. So we appreciate you for listening in. Definitely appreciate you for listening in. Definitely, thank you, thank you. This has been an sure. awesome experience, man. Been an awesome experience. I'm I glad look we got forward to call. seeing you guys again. <laughs> oh, it's gonna happen, Joe. It's gonna happen. <laughs> That's for sure. Hey, All right. Yo, well, I'll let you guys get back you. to your show. Sure. Yes, sir. We thank you, Joe, for tuning oh, in, you. calling in. This has been the Free Thought Society. We come to y'all every Sunday. Well, soon to be maybe every Sunday, but as of right now, every second Sunday, 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Hot Word Network, brought to you by Blog Talk Radio with my dope co-host, Rob J. Yo, yo, you guys have a great night. Be safe. Bless up. Yeah. Stay black. Take care now. Bye-bye. Peace. Peace, Joe.
I just wanna see how beautiful. 